0: Now, it's The Rundown, presented by Trippett Insurance. Trippett Insurance at 6462 Stage Road in Bartlett. Depend on your local insurance agent. Trippett
2: Insurance at 901-365-1472. Online at trippettagency.com. The Rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First Story.
3: Memphis Grizzlies, 32-18 and 18 they are, returned to the court tonight. Yes, hosting Portland. First night of a back-to-back. That's going to continue Thursday at Cleveland for the Grizzlies. Now the nuts and bolts of it. That's what I like to give. That's what John hates. But I think you need basic information. This is good basic information. Danny Green's supposed to make his debut tonight. He's listed as questionable. Uh, obviously coming back off major knee surgery, been eight, eight eight and a half months. Desmond Bain, too. This is news. Questionable. With the right knee soreness, hopefully you get a chance to see him as well out there tonight. John Conchar also questionable. He's coming out of concussion protocol. Blazers coming off of a four-point victory over Atlanta on Monday night, in which Dame was hot, 42 points. I think it was Simons, too, that hit the big three late for them, 129-125 over Atlanta. We mentioned it, but here it is. Dame's been on a tear of late. He's on a heater, as Jeff Calkins would call it. Is that what he would call it? He called it that this morning. Oh, okay. It, and it wow. is a heater. Yeah. You tell me if this qualifies as heater. Last four games for Dame, 42, 30, 60, 37. Yeah. It would. It's like a locker combination.
4: Yeah.
3: I think, again, 42, 30, 60, 37 of the last four scoring games uh, for Damian Lillard. And, again, coming off 42 against Atlanta. And we talked about it tonight. you know. Dylan Brooks will get that assignment, hopefully, on Dame Lillard. Remember, too, that Memphis won the first game in this series, what, back in November. It was a long time ago now. I think it was uh, early November that Memphis beat Portland in that first one. All eyes certainly will be on Danny Green. There's no question about that. And I think, you know, Mark's probably right. The thing about, you know, a gradual return for Danny Green, and you'd suspect nothing less. I mean, is he ready to go out there and play 25 minutes for you? Probably not. Is that, well, gradual return you got to get on past the trade deadline with it. And at this point, I'm with you because you said it tomorrow. It was almost like you stumbled upon it there. You would have already had to probably make your decision because these three games or whatever are not going to make that decision for you on Danny Green and whether or not you're going to involve him in a trade, much like it was with Brooks in this case. You could hear the front office saying, we view him as our mid-season addition, as our trade deadline addition, oh, well, sort of.
4: I'm going to tell you like I tell my wife. I, I don't stumble into anything. I'm very calculated and everything on, I you do. No, I
3: saw the light bulb go off, and you said, they've already made the
4: decision <laughs> when you were talking to Mark. I saw the light bulb, so don't tell yeah. me I did what I didn't see. I told my wife last night, I said, I'm calculated. Now, you know what she said when I told her that? what she said? She Mark? said, that's very rude. She said, it's rude to be calculated. I said, well, how is that possibly rude?
3: Calculated in something.
4: I mean, I'm calculated In, bro. in
3: many areas, and, and some, not so calculated.
4: Well, I mean, that's that's, that's one, one man's
3: opinion. Spontaneous.
4: Yeah, that's what man's But I'm just saying, like, you, you think I stumble into these opinions, it's just, it's just well, I mean, patently I, false. Dude, it's I just, saw it when you said it to Giannato, The light bulb went on because your eyes lit up. They've already
3: made the decision. <laughs> your vo- The pitch, everything went up. And I, all I'm doing is agreeing I, with that's it. That's what I want you but to But you're think. stuck on the fact that I used the word stumbled into yeah, it.
4: Like I'm rumbling, bubbling, whoop! look <laughs> <Like, laughs> <like, laughs> down he, he, yeah. he just figured out what?
3: <laughs> okay, okay. All right, I'll take this one. I could have used another verb than stumbled and moved. right. Yes, so I just want. I want. It was like an epiphany for you. Nah, Is that I, better? I, you, I,
4: I just need. I need to. It was sort a revelation. Of, I need to keep up this sort of veil, right? <laughs> that that every take we have on the show has been. I apologize. Put in the oven. It's been cooked. It's been baked, my man. It's been calculated. I'm I'm two steps ahead. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, but yeah, I think that is. I mean, based on what we know, it's true. I mean, it's, it's, there's no way that you can say make a determination. All right, you got three games. We're gonna figure out what we need. I mean, it's ridiculous. That's not the way this thing works. So, um, and, and the Grizzlies know today whether or not they're going to make a move. They just do. And I, I, I tend to, and we'll talk to Bobby Marks about this at 125. I tend to lean towards Giannato's sign there, side there that, there it would be. It would be a little bit out of their character to go for OGN and O because it would be a big package. It would be a huge package. Correct. They avoid those. I mean, the closest thing we've seen to that is the Zaire trade, and that was a disaster. So I don't think you want to go down. You know, um, their their big trades have, you would say have not been great. Uh, it, and I'm it's it's not been a disaster because you got Stephen
3: Adams. I was going to say. I but, mean, I'll take Steven Adams all day long. But it, it he ended up being the best thing. I, I just
4: don't think this is a this is a front office that is super. Um, You know, uh, uh, inclined to do those often, Um, and um, but I, I could see it. I could talk myself into it. Younger, you know, a little bit more consistent. Um, You know, that's those are the. He's
3: over two steals a game. Yeah, you know where Dylan is. I I realize it's. Different little, parts. A little yeah. bit different, and you know make a good point? Dylan on ball probably better than O.G. on ball, but O.G. off ball better. Uh-huh. He's over two steals a game.
4: Dylan's like a point nine.
3: Yeah. So, like, it's legit defensive numbers that O.G. puts up.
4: Yeah, you're right. I mean, there are different their, – their, their abilities defensively are, are, are different.
3: And the way they go about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because so, some of the way that Dylan goes
4: about it, let's be real, the Grizzlies yeah. feed off of. Yeah, exactly right. So, yeah, I – you know, I mean, two weeks ago, we both came in here and said, you got to keep Dylan. Well, I know,
3: but, but it, <laughs> yeah. it, you know, I know, but it, I think it's fair to feel this way, especially coming yeah, off the it, month offensively that is. Dylan has had. You know, you have to ask yourself, too, is this him? Yeah, it's complicated. It's a little complicated, for sure. You know, if and if this is him, does it feel, still fit the same way? But that, that right. it's not for us to decide, John. I don't think you have to come down on it necessarily stay one way yeah, no, before I mean, we get here. You can be, yeah. You know, your mind can change, well, I, and I mine has uh, certainly been affected by what I've seen from Dylan. I, think I the question I ask myself is: Is it ever going to get any better? Right, where it's fitting into that hole, if it's four hole and pecking and order, whatever you want to say. I'm talking about offensively. Is it a fi- Is it more efficient than it, than, it, than it is right now? Because it needs to be. Yep. This is so you wanted that. Whereas with OG, who listen might be playing more of a third, fourth, you know, pecking order role right now, might not be happy with it. But you could see the fit maybe being a little. A little more comfy on offense, yep, maybe. I could see it, but you lose something with DNA you do. and what Dylan's meant to them. Probably yeah, do you, what do John. Quantify, I don't know. If, but you also lose picks big time, and I don't know. I don't know
4: if it's ready to push the chips in,
3: man. No. And to me, that's a that's a push the chips in move, considering you're gonna have OG for what well, another year at least. Yeah. I know he's got on the contract. I
4: think O.G.'s a good player. I mean, there's no denying that. But it's like, don't is he Norton herd
3: tie too? Baby. Yeah. We but got, it, Do we do have a Memphis tie? Is, to is OG? he the one? No.
4: That's the. That's the fundamental question. I think they've already – I don't know.
3: Depends on what the other teams are offering We'll talk well. to Bobby Marks about it, man. Yeah.
4: 125. I I, I I cannot give you anything else on it.
3: I don't need anything else from you. Grizzlies are five-and-a-half-point favorites tonight of the Portland Trail Blazers. Tip is at six, John. Six. So pregame 530 right here yep. on 92.9 FM ESPN. You'll get your tip off at six with the great can Eric Cossett. You see uh,
4: Tracy McGrady. I didn't need I mean, you no, to shade Sharp. See, you, you feel
3: the natural tendency to go in a pile on at the end. Well, you didn't just, mention that.
4: You didn't mention t- we get to see T-Mac tonight.
3: That's Trista Creeks T-Mac. Tr-
4: Trista T-Mac.
3: How's he doing, by the way? Is he averaging like 10?
4: If that. Well, if that. It's a start. Dame's fun, though. Dame's a fun player to watch in person. So was your boy Simons. He just hit yeah. the big shot against Atlanta. Yep. Yep. So again the win. So. Dynamic backcourt.
3: Let me try this again. There you go. Grizzlies back on the court tonight, 6 p.m., 5.5 point favorites you can listen here on 929 FM ESPN. Next story.
4: Uh Tom Brady, couple news, couple bits of news in the NFL. Uh, Tom Brady is retiring. 20s. 21,564 passing yards, 147 passing touchdowns, three Super Bowl wins. 30s. 40,018 passing yards, 309 passing touchdowns, two Super Bowl wins, two NFL MVPs. 40s. 27,000 passing yards. 193 passing touchdowns, two Super Bowl wins, one NFL MVP. We are talking about three different Hall of Fame careers, uh, in 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 three different decades. Un unheard of for the same player. It's crazy. I mean, it's not even a full decade by the way. In the '40s, I mean, it's half of it. So, I mean, I, when when you
3: when you add in how much more handsome he is, yeah, than that you know, a Peyton Manning, that too. It just sets him apart.
4: And that he got progressively more handsome as time wore on. Now not that, everybody can
3: do that. That was got,
4: that was enhanced. Stop. If, if Peyton, could, was. Peyton's got money to enhance. Well he didn't care. If he could he don't well, care.
3: Yes, he does. He cares he about his care. appearance. Brady
4: cares. Did Brady. you
3: see the picture of the two of them together in Tom's little yeah. walk down memory lane?
4: Yes. It's stunning. It is just it is. how much more handsome it, he if, is. If if I was if, Peyton, I would you, probably would you not, not just be jealous. Take a picture with Tom. I wouldn't want to be anywhere near him. Like you're gonna have to like stitch one, but I'm not taking one with you. Um, yeah, it's uh, it, it it is remarkable, and I feel very confident in saying that we will never see anything like this ever again. But well, we're saying it, Patrick Mahomes. He's not getting. To, he's not winning seven, and I love him, and I'm betting on him probably this week, uh, next week. But I don't think. He Let does. me ask you this. Can Patrick Mahomes win four I think or he, can five? Win four. he can win four. No, no,
3: no. no, no. That's, I'm not done with it. Can he win four or five, and we have the discussion that he was better than Tom? Or is that just a discussion that's based totally on Super Bowl trophies? Don't think you can do that. Because if you talk about everything that Patrick Mahomes brings from a skill set, yeah. and he gets to four or five Super Bowls, yeah. Aren't we? Isn't that a fair discussion at that point? If we're talking about the best who have ever done it, yeah. But or is that just? Are we closing the door on that conversation
4: well, because he wants to he's me, one seven like, and walk that, out? That becomes the new LeBron versus Michael Jordan, and, and LeBron loses that every time because he doesn't have the rings. He does not have the same amount of rings as um, as Mike. I mean, LeBron's from a production standpoint going to pass him from a number standpoint.
3: But, you, un, you understand that Mike would have averaged sixty in this league, right? That's that's what this I new do. league where you can't touch anybody. You understand that, right?
4: He would average sixty, bro. You think the only difference the, between the, them is the is the six titles undefeated in the no, finals? No, but I'm saying Man, that's get up out of here. If you watched one, him, you knew that's the main one that people use is that he doesn't have as many championships as Mike. But there's such Mike a was six and zero in the final. There's such a difference in skill
3: set there. We say that Pat's more like a unicorn than I think. If he got close in yeah. terms of Super Bowl, look,
4: I think they're very rings, similar. Like maybe I, my, we could have that conversation. My trust level in both of them in their primes to lead a drive to win a game is very similar. I mean, we saw Pat do it with 13 seconds against the Bills last year. We saw him do it against the Bengals last the uh, last week. You know, I mean, he does it uh, quite a bit. They were down by. I want to say I want to say it was twenty to ten in the Super Bowl when they came back and won it against the Forty Niners. Um, Special teams and penalty helped him last week. Too. It did. I mean that, but that's part. Although of that, how many times has Brady not, been? I'm helped? I'm not
3: arguing his greatness.
4: Brady's been helped him by plenty, him. plenty of time. I mean, how about have you
3: heard of the Tuck rule? I'm just saying you would have said Pat just did it all by himself there. No, he's I mean I a little, I thought had on a,
4: quite a bit of help on actually. a bum ankle too, though. I mean true, the true, dude's true. A, The dude is a I I yes oh, I he's think it's amazing. I think it will probably be a Brady versus Mahomes discussion. In 10 years. Now, let me give you some more um, uh, trivia. Only one quarterback in in terms of uh, sample size, right? A real starting quarterback in the history of the NFL. I'm not talking about a guy that started five games, like a real quarterback. Only one was better against the spread than Tom Brady. Any guesses? Joe. Joe who? Montana, fool.
3: That's correct. That's a hell of a guess. Give me a ding on that one. That's maybe a, hell of a maybe guess. I, maybe I,
2: I
4: probably deserve a round of applause. That's you know, a hell of a guess. John's always in here patting himself on the back. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Joe you Montana covered 61% of the time. Yep. yep. Bank on him. Because you got to think, like, he also had inflated numbers like Brady. Brady finished his career at 58%. Um, and he was a staggering, an absolutely wow. Wow. staggering 80% against the spread in games that he was an underdog. Good grief. How many games – in his career was he an underdog?
3: i I'm not I'm not doing this again. I just got mine. I'm gonna live on my rightness.
4: Sixty four.
3: Not I was gonna say not not a ton.
4: I mean that's compared to the career. Yeah, I think the yeah. number is sixty four. Um and he went um had a, had a yeah, few of those issues. He, okay. he went fifty one and thirteen. He went fifty one and thirteen. Um yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy that in this dude's career he was an underdog sixty four times. Well, I know Antonio Brown will have some kind things to say about Tom's career. He will. We will wait with bated breath on him. The other uh, the, the other bit of news in the NFL is that Sean Payton is now the coach of the Denver Broncos. The Saints and the Broncos completed a trade yesterday. I want to say they had to give up another first-rounder for mm-hmm. him. Um, so uh, they have given up everything to get both Sean Payton and Russell Wilson. But, yeah, like as a Raider fan, it sucks. It's like – Okay, I gotta worry about Mahomes. I gotta worry about Herbert. Now I gotta worry about Sean Payton. Like what's the point of even showing up for the next five years?
3: First this year and a second round pick next year.
4: Yeah. Um if anybody can get through to Russell Wilson, it is Sean Payton. Yeah,
3: he'll make him Drew Brees again. So or more like him.
4: Yeah. That get one, it out fast. That one's stung. Quick. I mean you couldn't you couldn't have gone like to Carolina or I something. I do
3: figure he he will fix Russell.
4: He yes. will fix him. Yes. No. Uh not good news for you. We'll talk to Tyler Folger about that, get his thoughts on Tyler Brady, Super Bowl
0: Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic. And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
4: FM, ESPN. Now, fine, Tyler Fultzham is a sports betting not, host over at ESPN. Catch him on the Daily Wager. We have a, uh, a game coming up in... About a week and a half, he joins now. Tyler, what's good, man? Appreciate the time.
5: No, appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, big fan of Memphis, Tennessee. Don't make it down there uh, there that often. My dad is from a smaller town, Bolivar, Tennessee, but love uh, going to Memphis for some good food and a good time.
4: Bolivar, the home of Willie Kipp and Bolivar, Wayne Chisholm. know Bolivar. Oh, yeah. Yes. Hell yeah! There we go.
5: Yeah, we we're, we're familiar.
4: We're we're certainly we, West Tennessee is like like Memphis is his own state. But we're familiar with like the territories around us, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Much, much love to Bolivar. All right, man. So a lot to get to on this game. Um how how much um as a you know as a better right now, should you really be paying attention to injuries? And how much is it sort of impacting, you know, the number right now, which we've seen come down from two and a half? It's one and a half right now. Like if you're if you're really trying to bet this game, you have Jalen Hurts. Uh, re-injury, I mean, he undeniably did get banged up there at the end of that one. Mahomes re-injured it. Juju Smith-Schuster knee sprain. McCole Hardman left the game. How much are injuries going to uh, impact your bad or, or, or should they when it comes to this game?
5: Well, yeah, I think you should definitely be paying attention to updates. You should already have kind of formed an opinion on what you think um, – is going to happen or how the game or offenses will be effective if you know Juju is out, if Nicole is out, if Kadarius Tony is out, or if those guys are in and able to play and it's less than 100% or they are 100% you should, should have already kind of gone through all those as a better um, scenarios and situations and determine your kind of stance or belief with each of those and then you just monitor the situation and adjust accordingly as more information comes out but um, I think that has to do um, the injuries to um, the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes' ankle still not being 100%. I think that's why um, Philadelphia is favored by a point and a half right now. And this is maybe not a pick 'em, a true pick 'em. Um, if Mahomes was completely healthy, I think this might be a pick 'em, or you may even see the Chiefs favored by that uh, point point and a half. Since you know anything under three is kind of no man's land, um, but we know Mahomes is the ultimate X factor the best football uh, player, the best quarterback in the National Football League. And on the day that Tom Brady retires, I think Patrick Mahomes is my GOAT. I would take him um, to start a football game of my life, depending on it, over any other quarterback that's ever played in the history of the game, Tom Brady included. Um, but he might not be 100%. We know that was good enough to win the AFC Championship game over a good Cincinnati team. We know Jalen Hurts may not be 100%, um, but you know, they haven't needed him at 100% to absolutely crush the Giants and then absolutely demolish a 49ers team that was um, wrecked by injury to both quarterbacks. They they were basically playing 10 on 11 um, that entire second half. So I think Philadelphia is the best team, um, one through 53. I think Kansas City, though, has the um, best football player and the ultimate X factor. So I'm not surprised that it's sitting here, Philadelphia, uh, one and a half. I think it's pretty much going to stay right here. I don't think we're going to get any news or video or anything like that that vastly changes the perception of Mahomes' ankle. We know a high ankle sprain is a three to four, five, six-week injury. Yeah. Um, so Mahomes, while he certainly will be healthier, um, is likely still not going to be quite 100% when we get to uh, Glendale, Arizona, a couple weeks from now.
4: You're, you're talking to a guy here who had uh, – I, I rode the pendulum with Kansas City all week. I had him plus two. I had him plus one. I had him minus one. I had a money line <laughs> plus 125. I had a money line live. Uh, so so, 15 made me a, a uh, pretty little penny last week. Nice. But, but, I, but I do want to follow up what you were just saying with the quality of quarterback, right? Mahomes, we know, and I agree with you in terms of sheer talent. I don't think there's anybody in the league right now that can come close. Maybe Josh Allen, but, again, that's a different discussion. Um, how much does it matter who is playing receiver for him? In other words, how replaceable? I mean, Juju Smith-Schuster's fine. You know, uh, McCole Hardman is a guy. He's a speedster. Kadarius Tony, you know I I don't know what to expect from him on a week-to-week basis. How how much does it truly matter who Mahomes is throwing to, especially as long as he's got 87 out there?
5: Well, there you just said it. That's what I was going to say. As long as he's got 87, Mm -hmm. consider it um, the same way that you considered the Rams last year. As long as Matthew Stafford had Cooper Cup, Um, and of course um, Patrick Mahomes is vastly superior uh, to Matthew Stafford, but We know once Robert Woods got hurt and then Odell Beckham and Tyler Higbee got hurt in the Super Bowl – that all Matthew Stafford had in the second half of that game was Cooper Cup. He was thrown to guys like Bryson Hopkins, uh, Kendall Blanton, um, You know, Van Jefferson was kind of banged up as well um, and was also uh, dealing with the imminent birth of a child. So like, there was really Ben Skoranek, a rookie seventh-round converted, tied in kind of out of Notre Dame, was the number two wide receiver in the Super Bowl after Odell went down. So the Rams were able to win that game because – Matthew Stafford had Cooper Cup. And as long as Patrick Mahomes, who is objectively superior to Matthew Stafford in every way, has his Cooper Cup, maybe the greatest tight end to ever play, certainly one of the greatest receiving tight ends to ever play, and Travis Kelsey, as long as 87 is there... Yep. We just saw Patrick Mahomes operate at, you know, an elite level with a banged-up ankle against a really good Bengals defense uh, coordinated by Lou Anarumo, maybe the defense that had the most success against Mahomes of any he's played in his entire career. So I think as long as 87 is healthy, and we know he kind of went into the AFC title game banged up, but was able to get the the job done. It doesn't matter who the um, other wide receivers are that orbit around Travis Kelsey. Um, Mahomes will get the job done. It could be Marcus Kemp. It could be Kadarius Tony. It could be Judas Smith Schuster. It could be me and you. It could be my, you know, six-year-old niece. It doesn't matter. It's Patrick Mahomes in eighty-seven. As long as Andy Reid has those two weapons to work with, I have confidence that the Chiefs' offense can operate at close to um, its, um, you know, optimal level, even against a defense as dynamic and elite as the Philadelphia Eagles are.
3: Tyler, does does experience in terms of Andy Reid? Patrick Mahomes they've been here, Sirianni, Jalen Hurts have not. Does it matter to you in the sense that if you're if you're looking first half on this game and you're wanting to make a play, right? And and, and you're looking at the, fam, the familiarity with Reed and Mahomes, would you lean a certain way based on that if as it pertains to a a first half bet?
5: Yeah, first half, I would actually go the other way. Despite the experience advantage of Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, Nick Sirianni and the Eagles have been an absolute wagon in the first half. Yes, sir. We saw it in both of these uh, uh, NFC playoff games. They jump out to a big lead, whether they need to do it through the air, whether they they get it done on the ground, they get a lead by a score or two and then have all those pass rushers pin their ear back and get after you. And they have used that script basically since week one of this NFL season. They have been one of the most profitable first-half teams in the entire NFL. And I think if the Chiefs win this game, it's more likely that Mahomes pulls some magic out of his you-know-what in the second half and completes a comeback. So I would actually bet the Eagles in the first half and ride the trend that they showed us all year long because, one, there's proof of concept. Two, Nick Sirianni is someone who has added so much win probability and expected value to his team from aggressive Fourth down decisions, fourth and short, and we saw it in the first quarter of the NFC title game on that play to Devontae Smith. If it's fourth and two, fourth and three inside, you know, the 40-yard lines or in positive territory, he's going to go for it. He's going to keep his foot on the accelerator and try and create that deficit for the other offense. So I actually like the Eagles as the team to play in the first half. And I think if the Chiefs do win this game, the more likely path to that victory is Mahomes pulling out Mahomes' magic in the second half with some adjustment and just, you know, Mahomes' play.
3: Well, I'm the square here of the two of us between John and myself. He's he's more the expert. So here here's a square guy uh, question special. If I'm looking for a little slick good value on a touchdown score in this game, which way would you lean?
5: So I love that question. I know that's a lot of fun right now for people to find yeah. those touchdown scores, and we saw all those first touchdown parlay tickets that were um, so in vogue throughout the first couple of rounds of the playoffs. But without having you know, knowledge of who's going to be healthy Eagles. or not for the Kansas City pass catchers. That's one variable we don't know right yep. now. Um, I think we have more confidence on who's going to be available for Nick Sirianni and the Eagles offense. I do think the Eagles pass game is something that um, Nick Sirianni will lean into against a slight pass funnel defense in Kansas City. Kansas City gave up a lot of fantasy and real-life production to quarterbacks and wide receivers this season, and that was mostly through the air. So I would look at A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, maybe even Dallas Dallas Goddard. And If you want to get real crazy and have some real fun with just like a long shot lottery ticket that you can brag to your friends, you cast and act like you're the smartest person in the world, maybe a Quez Watkins, who's their third wide Mm -hmm. receiver, probably at 25, 30, 40 to 1. Maybe uh, get real crazy and go with Um, you know, a a Kenny Gainwell catching a pass on the backfield because he's got some work. Zach Pascal, like, those guys are likely not going to catch the first touchdown or catch a touchdown in this game, but... I do think Hurts and Sirianni will lean into the advantage they have over Kansas City through the air because A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith will have some really good matchups, especially if LeGarrius Sneed, their top corner, is compromised or unable to go after he got hurt in the AFC title game. That's right.
4: Talking to Tyler Fulgham here uh, from the Daily Wager, sports betting host over at ESPN. Um, Are are people talking enough? Because anecdotally, it feels, Tyler, to me, like everybody's on Philly. And I get why. They have been dominant. They have been absolutely rolling these teams. Now, they took advantage. They took advantage of a San Francisco team that couldn't throw, and they took advantage of a, a Giants team that, you know, was super happy to be there. Um, but are, are people talking and thinking enough about the the game planning advantage uh, and the scheming advantage that Andy Reid and, honestly, Steve Spagnuolo are going to have over this Eagles team that has never been here before. Is that being talked about enough?
5: Um, I'm not sure if it is, but I'm not sure that there is a significant advantage. I mean, Nick Sirianni's done a phenomenal job. Jonathan Gannon's done a phenomenal job with that defense. Um, They've sacked the quarterback more than any team uh, in the history of the NFL, regular season and playoffs included. And like I said before, Sirianni, Uh, Reed is not someone who is conservative by any stretch of the imagination, but Nick Sirianni has been one of the best head coaches in terms of properly evaluating how to be aggressive with fourth down calls, when to go for it, when to go for two-point conversions in terms of the score. He has made more correct decisions by the math than almost any other coach in the NFL this season, it added to him, uh, we ran a stat, that he has added the second most EPA um, per play, or EPA, expect to point that at this season, for a head coach with fourth down decisions in the entire NFL. He is actively helping his team win games with these decisions. So I think it's kind of an even coaching match, despite the massive experience advantage for Spags and Andy Reid. There's nothing that... Jonathan Gannon, Nick Sirianni, and that staff have done this year that makes me think they're going to stray from the formula that has had them consistently making positive EV decisions versus their opponents week in and week out. So I I don't know if it's getting um, that narrative is getting run, but I'm not sure it's one I would agree with. People were talking about it.
3: And then last thing, Tyler, away from the uh, away from the big game, uh, Denver Broncos have traded and brought in Sean Payton as their new head coach. How much does he change? how you view him. How much does, you know, you put Sean Payton with Russell Wilson, how much does it change what we're saying about Denver next year and what they can accomplish, what they can do?
5: That's a really good question because Sean Payton is known as one of the great QB whisperers um, in the National Football League. And if any quarterback from uh, 2022 needs a makeover or a rebrand, it's Russell Wilson after the dreadful first year he had in Denver. So that is hard to handicap. Like, I trust Sean Payton. I also someone who I'm also someone who believes that uh, Russell Wilson's equity that he's built up throughout the years hasn't necessarily run out. I wonder if this was just kind of a confluence of the worst case scenario happening in one season for Russell Wilson. I'm not sure he's really as bad in real life as he was this year. So if Sean Payton is able to you know lift that floor and ceiling back up, if they're able to have some better luck with injuries and that type of thing, I think they can be dangerous. But That's a really hard handicap right now sitting here um, in, you know, in February basically um, before we get to the fall of 2023 because Russell does have to answer a lot of questions. I tend to lean to the fact that Denver almost certainly will be better next year than they were this year, but how much better? Will they be just a couple of wins better and still be, you know, around a 500 team that doesn't make the playoffs? Or will they be a legit wild card or division challenger against Kansas City in that AFC West? Um, I'm still kind of waiting to see. But, man, that, I was surprised to see Peyton go to Denver, to be completely honest with you. I thought he would um, you know, maybe wait for Mike McCarthy to be out in Dallas or go to another spot where there is a more established, younger quarterback to work with. So I was surprised to see that. But he must have belief that um, Russ isn't cooked mm. and that uh, he can win there. Hey, Tyler, man, appreciate the time, Thank man. Thank you so much, brother. Thanks, brother. Absolutely. Uh, make sure uh, all your listeners watch Daily Wager, Monday through Friday, ESPN2, 6 Eastern, 5 Central. And uh, we will have a Super Bowl special show on Super Bowl Sunday for the big game, um, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10, p- 10 a.m. I should say, Central Time, on Super Bowl Sunday on ESPN2. So make sure you watch me and my crew. Sounds we'll good. We'll be locked Thanks, in, brother. brother.
3: Thank you.
4: He is Tyler Folger, sports betting host. Catch him on the Daily Wager, there. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I, I, uh, I clearly am, am, I'm, I'm as, as you work through sort of these rosters and these staffs, you know, you, you're all right. Who would you give the advantage to at quarterback? Who would you give the advantage to at running back? Who would you give? You know, I would, I would, and I, and you know how much I love Nick Sirianni, but bro, Andy Reid gets the edge over Nick Sirianni. All I mean, I give the I give the Eagles credit for the roster that they have put together, mm-hmm. and I think Sirianni has maximized it. You know, as the coach, and I think he's put Jalen Hurts in a position to be successful, but goodness gracious, he's got the best offensive line in football. What, this is why I argued with you that he didn't need to be you know, on your yes. coach of the year ballot um,
3: and, or higher than any of the ones that were on there.
4: And I do. I think when you're taught, I, I, I think you can try to downplay it all you want. The Super Bowl is not the NFC championship game, man. You know, it, is, it, is, it's, it exists as its own standalone entity. It is the biggest thing in America. It it it, it stops American society.
3: You're saying Sirian- it is tracks. Sirianni ain't ready. Is that well, I'm saying suggesting?
4: that Andy Reid knows suggesting. and Patrick Mahomes knows and all these guys know yeah. what what it takes. I think there's an advantage you know? there. Um, and 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 look, it may not it may not be an advantage in the third quarter. It may not be an advantage, you know, in a decisive drive. But you're buying that it could be early on, huh? I think it could. I think it's. I just think it is. Yes, I think it Tyler is. Tyler did not. I mean, I thought we saw He's all feeling. I thought we saw Jalen Hurts feel a little bit of nerves in the NFC Championship game. You know, mm-hmm. I thought we saw that a little bit. Um, he overthrew A.J. Brown and a couple there. I mean, you know, these are small things in a professional football game, but I do think, yes, there are going to be – Mahomes is not going to be feeling this. He's This is his third trip in the last, what, four, four years? years? Yeah. I mean, he is not going to be intimidated by this. He's played in five I, straight I championship games and three of the last four Super Bowls. So he is built for this. And I'm not saying the Eagles can't win it. I mean, they're favored. But I just feel like, I feel like that's understated a little bit, the experience factor. Um, and everybody up and down this roster, Kelsey, you know, Chris Jones, like these guys have done, been here before, my man. Um, anyway, it's going to be a great game. I'm excited about it. Uh, we'll come back. Bobby Mark's going to join us at 125. We'll talk to him about the NBA trade deadline, the Grizzlies. Should they do anything? Is you is or is you ain't? OG. OG. to be or not to be.
1: Guests appear on
2: the
0: Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports Tennessee app today with Jason and John, live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. (laughs)
4: The final drive for the championship is here. There's no better place to wager on the football title tilt than Superbook Sports. Superbook features the best menu of prop bets in the business. Plus, you can check out their special odds boosts and promotions at Superbook.com. They got three decades of odds-making experience. You're going to find the best number and the best odds at Superbook. No better place to do it than Superbook Sports. Win some money as one lucky team wins a championship. Download the Superbook Sports app today. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-889-9789. We're back. Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN. Hey, I, uh, I saw some, uh, you know, a little bit of pop culture news today that Beyonce has announced her Renaissance World Tour. League. And it will be uh, it will be making a stop in Memphis on February 31st of 2024. All right. Catch her at ladies. Liberty Park on ladies. February 30th, 2025. Uh, was the uh, was the date there for Beyonce? She's gonna reopen the new. Renovations for the uh, for Simmons Bank, no, that's not true. Liberty Stadium, but again, <laughs> tell me st- more about this real market down February the 30th is when she will be here in Memphis. Um, no, there is no Memphis stop, folks. You said y'all, and I don't blame her. Um, I don't blame her. Our, our concert situation right now is a mess. We already lost Future. Future says, What happened to that? Normal. I saw the
3: news today. He from he FedEx said, he,
4: well, again, people don't want to do concerts here. They um, said Beyond Their Control. Yeah. That yeah.
3: X-Form did.
4: So, uh, yeah, no, Beyonce has a uh, has a world tour, man. You know you know, Beyonce Knowles? You're familiar with her work? Yeah. She I is uh, one-third of Destiny's Child. Get
3: 2023 play Cuff It, clean yeah. version.
4: This definitely was, uh, you know, Brad dug
3: pretty Cuffet. deep. Gotta go Cuff It, B.C., but Brad, clean Brad version. Brad dug
4: pretty deep. But I, I, I respect the choice. I mean, this is, again, Beyonce very different than this when this song was released. I think released. we
3: need to revisit our... Beyonce Taylor Swift Rihanna mm-hmm. as correctly pronounced that yeah. that comparison to the Miami Big Three
1: because
2: I have new
3: information about oh, R- right? Riri's career and yeah. she can't be botched She has to go higher up in the chain
4: Well, I, I'll be honest with you I think So the, I think we're going to bump Taylor down the, the fact that you are coming back two weeks well, later Well, we need to To we, do this we, were, again, we need to address it Is completely ice bollocks for you to do this It's what? It's ice bollocks What is that? Man, just look the term up, man. I'm not going to look it up. Bollocks.
3: Yeah. That's some foreign yeah. term. You know,
4: it's ice bollocks in, in terms of the theme of the day because it's icy outside. It was a wrong. It, we, you were
3: wrong to make her bosh, to make Rihanna bosh. That might be right. She's Dwayne. That
4: might be fair. And she may be Braun. Well, you know, Dwayne Wade is part owner of the jazz now. So if we're going for a But what's clear is that Swifty is more bosh.
3: Yeah. Re-Read got to push her up. Her net worth pushes her way up. <laughs> I would need to really look at this. Back to the point, though. There's only one Queen B. Now, Beyonce is... This song's got them dancing all the way in Africa, y'all.
4: Beyonce is kicking her uh, her tour off in Sweden. She was not come to America until much later in the tour. She will be uh, in Cardiff, as you know, the United Kingdom. We have, we have many listeners that are from the United Kingdom. Sunderland, uh, Edinburgh. They're at uh, BT Murrayfield Stadium. London, Barcelona, um, Amsterdam, Hamburg, Germany. Never had fun. Did you know that Germany's uh, abbreviation is DE?
3: In another life, I did.
4: Yeah. Uh, she opens her her second date in America is actually in Nashville. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. At Nissan Stadium. That's why we're not getting it because it's a stadium tour, bro. I'm just saying it, it has. We couldn't do it at Simmons Bank. Man, do that thing at Crunk. Yeah, we can't get... Like, she did the... uh, Didn't she do, like, the uh, homecoming thing? Wasn't there, like, a documentary about that? Where she was doing, like, bands and stuff? Yeah, 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 with the HBCUs and stuff. Yeah. So she can't do something for Melrose High once in a while or something?
3: That is so disappointing that we're not a big enough city to land Queen Bee. Yeah. Not very, really. Yeah, we mean, can it, get Chappelle and Gr- not really to you, fool.
4: She's not doing anything. I mean, she's doing Nissan Stadium, Lincoln Financial Field, Cardinal Stadium. She's disappointing. Is- we don't have
3: we don't have the capacity. We don't right, have I'll, the facility. I'll, I'll say this. It's just like you'll never get the all-star game because you don't have the downtown hotel rooms.
4: Right. You will never get Queen B because we don't have the facility. I'll say this. It is very disappointing that she's going to Louisville and not Memphis. Louisville! Louisville's getting one. Trash! <laughs> At Cardinal Stadium, bro. Paid for by Pepsi and Taco Bell, I'm assuming. I don't know. Papa John. Pepsi
3: owns it all, don't they? Yeah, I don't know. That's a Pepsi town.
4: Well, then, all we ever get is Pepsi. Center. Well, this KFC ain't the, Yum Center. KFC Yum Center. Say the KFC Yum
3: Center. But My, my thing is, Pepsi's is a big deal in that yeah. city. And that's what I'm saying. Pepsi paying that money, bringing her in here. Yeah, Louisville's getting it, man. so. Uh, Pepsi owns KFC, Taco Bell, all of it, don't they? Yeah, that's what I thought. Giant. Yeah. So there you have it, man. Beyonce going on a world tour. Yeah, yeah. You were the wrong person to deliver this news. Also, because you, um, you don't
4: care. Also, Lil Wayne's going on a tour, and we're also I not getting care. him. I don't
3: care about that anymore. He ain't coming. To, he ain't coming to it, Memphis. That, uh, five years ago, again. years none 10 of these people, ago, that'd been. None no.
4: of these people want to come to Memphis. None of these artists want to play in Memphis. That, 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 that is some real music right there, bro. That you will never she hear just live in Memphis. Herself. That you will never hear live in Memphis. Talk about that. I mean, discuss that for a second. The only problem with that song is it's too short. (laughs) Yeah, but discuss the fact that how many artists do we have to see one after another shun the city of Memphis, bro? The days of us getting—we used to have big acts all the time, and now those days are just so over.
3: I know it's sad. You gotta go to the ville to see them.
4: Yeah, Louisville, man. Well, Nashville. You were talking. Well, but either ville. Nashville, or you talk about some ice bollocks. That's some ice bollocks. Yeah, right they
3: apply it in the right uh, situation. That's ice bollocks. Yeah, not what I'm saying about revisiting the big three fool. Yeah, no, we you're need right. to get that corrected. Reread, not buy. Let me
4: ask you this: Does the city of Memphis at some point say we have to amend what we're doing because we're yes, missing out reminder. on big acts? Like, is that something that you have to do? That's you're losing future. You're not getting Wayne. You're not getting Beyonce. What am I doing here? That's, uh, pulling a gun? I don't know.
3: Yeah. Aren't you under the will of the FedEx <laughs> form? Well, yes, yes. Yes. Yes, you are. What? What you? And that's not changing, John. The city doesn't get more power
4: in that instance. Yeah. Well, You're at their mercy. I mean, is it, are, aren't you coming up for some negotiations or something? I mean, that's got to be part of it, man. Like, you got to give us a bone here because we're not getting anything. So, well, anyway. you hope they Yeah, maybe
3: they'll throw us a bone. It ain't right relevant. right now they get whatever they want.
4: It ain't relevant to Memphis, but Beyonce is uh, going on a tour. I feel like she's come to Memphis in the past. I think back in the day-day.
3: Yeah. No more. I would have gone and seen her this time with my wife. Yeah. And I would have really enjoyed it. People on Facebook say she's boring, though, to watch it uh, in person. Who
4: says that? Fans of Beyonce. She puts on a show, I, I don't want. I don't want to name anybody. I don't want to name anyone. I don't want to. I don't want to call him by name. But like, I, I hear that she does not. Uh, she's she's not the most electric performer live. What I hear, dude. If she, I don't know. I've never seen. Her. If she came to Memphis and did
3: Cuff It, I would be screaming like a little girl. Really? Yes.
4: Wow. So you just all the way a Beyonce stand? I'm not. I'm not there with you. There's something wrong with you. I mean, I respect her career, but. I mean, she really ain't been the same since that song with Jay
3: Z back in the day. I'm talking to somebody got a thing for Halsey. Talking about Queen B ain't all that she's cracked up to be.
4: Man, get up out of my face! Halsey, Halsey is an artist, just so you know. Man, stop. I mean, look it up, man. He can paint. Halsey can paint while she sings.
3: Halsey ain't even a princess. You're talking about the queen.
4: Very impressive. Uh, anyway, uh, there you go. No uh, no Memphis stop for Beyonce, but she's going on tour of the Renaissance hey. World Tour. All right, we'll come back. Bobby Marks is going to join us at 125. We'll talk Just to him about the NBA trade face. deadline and more. Jason and John on the China Femme ESPN.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?